All right. Well, one of the celebrations we're going to have today is <laughs> me, and, me and Lydia were up here talking about happy and sad. I'm so happy, I'm so sad, I'm so happy, I'm so sad. Uh, Gabe and Kelly are moving, and this is their... Oh, Ben, sorry, kids, get out of here. Ben Danny's going to receive you back there, walk briskly. One of the things that we want to talk about and kind of hear from is Gabe and Kelly, so you guys come up um, while they come up. You have a microphone, grab um, they are going to share their hearts a little bit of, of their, uh, their testimony and kind of what God has on their hearts. But before they do that, I want to say a few things. Um, <clears throat> they're just going to Tallahassee, so they're not moving away, away, but it's still a good distance, and we're not going to see them every Sunday, which is breaking, breaking our hearts. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things that, like, like I said, Lydia and I were talking about this morning that I'm excited. I, I know I really, like, we've, we've talked about this and prayed about it, and I, I really do. I know you guys do, and I agree that, that this is a good move and that, that God is in it, and it's going to be really cool. But it doesn't make it feel any better because we're going to miss you guys so much. So it's kind of like, oh, yay, oh, I'm sad. And, uh, but I just I, I wanted to express uh, just how much I've appreciated you guys. And um, I do, uh, I've, I've spent more time with Gabe. Um, so I kind of have a little bit longer history, and I just, as I go through and think about all the, the memories, and we're going we're gonna to let you guys speak, too. You, I'm sure you guys have some things to say and have some memories after they get done, but I just uh, just wanted to really express my appreciation for both of you and even specifically Gabe for uh, just, <clears throat> I mean, over the years there's been, you know, you can't, I can't capture, you know, years and years into a small amount of time, but um, as I just thought about it, there's just all the moments we've had in youth and when you were youth, and then we started helping in youth, and then um, from playing up here in worship, and all the uh, all the events we had, and all the different games we played, and jokes we made, and and just I've 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 met a lot of people. <laughs> I'm, I'm 45 now, and I've met a lot of different people, and I've, I can't say that I've met anyone quite like you. Um, Gabe has such a heart for the Lord, and such a heart for people, um, and such a heart for even the local church. I mean. I can't count how many times I just I see Gabe out of the corner of my eye, you know, grabbing trash and not even saying a word and, you know, going to the bathroom and making sure napkins are in there, just little things like that, and just caring enough about this house to um, extend himself without looking for any kind of recognition. And, uh, I mean, that goes a long way. We also see Gabe every Sunday in the drum cage. <laughs> it's like his little house. And I don't know if you know what a backbone drums are to a worship team. I mean, they are, and... Uh, coming in here early and worshiping and just listen, you know, listen to Gabe joke around and, and pray. It's just, it's, it's, it's tough to think about, but it's just been such a blessing. And I know, <clears throat> I hope as a pastor that I've been a blessing to you, but I know for a fact you've been a blessing to me. And I, I can't express how much I appreciate who you are, uh, where you've come from and where you're going. And I'm very proud of you and I'm thankful that you have been here for so long and such a son of this house. And I'm just thankful for you. Um, Kelly, you stepped in like you were just another Turner. <laughs> and she is. <laughs> and you are. But even before you were, I mean, you might as well have been. You just stepped right in so seamlessly. And your heart for God, same thing, heart for people, and your heart for worship. And, and, and just to hear you sing, man, the first time I remember you stepped up here and, and sang and worshiped, I was like, wow, how awesome is that? And thinking about Gabe too, that was such a perfect fit um, for you guys. And 
You too, and, and I feel like it's just been it's, it's been a little bit, but it seems like even just a short amount of time. How much you've blessed me and blessed this church, and uh, you know, and forever in your debt for that. And so appreciative of everything that you are and everything that you've done. In the same way, like never even, you know, considering any recognition for anything, just loving and serving from the heart that God's given you. So I'm just thankful for you too, and thankful for you both, and glad you guys found each other. So I'll let you guys take over. I'll just be a blobbing mess up here. <clears throat> so you guys just... <laughs> yes. Joke's on y'all. We didn't need it, but Justin does. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin, that was really sweet. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I, I remember... Well, I could start. When I, when I was born, no. <laughs> um, I'm really blessed to have such a godly uh, family, and I mean that in every sense of the word. Like, my mom and dad really exemplify, you know, the Father's love and have been such a great example, even to us, this is, you know, how we want to be, we want to be all when we grow up. So just, I, I love my mom so much. She just, if anyone's, I'm sure everyone's talked to her. I hope you better if you haven't. But <laughs> she just oozes the love of Jesus, and it's because of her, you know, relationship with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit and everything. It's just, it's just wonderful to see, and I love my dad. Um, he's been such a good example to me, too, through everything. Um, both their hearts for worship, too, have been amazing. Um, they just really desire to see God glorified in everything. And it's just it's such a testimony to everything y'all have seen over the years. And I just want to, you know, recognize you guys for blessing my life. So. Yeah. Um, so just thinking about, I guess, um, we were just going to share some about, like, I guess, the testimony of our relationships with the Lord through the years and what that's looked like. Um, as a kid, like I said, I was thankful to grow up in the family that I had. Um, I still have them. The family that I have. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I guess I could take it for granted that I was always around church stuff and good, good um, phrases to throw at people, one-liners from sermons and things like that. And um, especially recently, I've really, it's like, I know the truth's that I've learned over the years, but I wanted to rediscover them for myself. Like, it's it's almost like, uh, what's the word? Like, de, like, de, it's almost like deconstructing, but not really, because I know it's true, but Re- I want to, like, re, it's like reconstruction. It's like rediscovering what the truths that I know in the word. Um, so it's just been cool, because the Holy Spirit's been showing me stuff, like, about who he is. The Father's been telling me where to read in the word and relearn the things that I've known been true, but seeing them again for myself without somebody telling me has like been blowing my mind. And I'm just really thankful. All that I've seen and all that I've heard, even just reading the Bible again, just me and the Lord has been more impactful. Like it's just, it's just a testimony to just like, you know, spend time with the Lord. It's so important. So important. Um, and I can say that, you know, my early years, I didn't really steward my relationship with the Lord that well. I did kind of, like I said, I kind of just took it for granted and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm living life and doing worship and everything's great. And Jesus is wonderful. Um, and then I remember, um, I can't remember if it was here or right before we came to this church. We've been here for so long. It all blends together now. Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was like 2000, 2006 maybe. We were at a Jesus Culture Conference, and it was the first time that I really experienced like the Father's love, and it hit me. Like you know, like like you were saying about the product. Was it in Chicago? No, no, no. It was okay. in Dallas, I think. Um, I didn't go to that one. I don't, I don't think. But. It was the first time the Lord was really just like, I love you. And here's what like 2% of it feels like. And I laughed for like four hours. 
it just, it, just, it just kept coming back and blowing my mind, and the Holy Spirit just kept reminding me of the Father's love, and people thought I was a crazy person. Um, but it, I, I still remember that. You know, that was the first time that I really experienced the Lord's love. But like I said, I've known, I've known about God's love my whole life, but that was like the first time I vividly remember where like it just, it, the love was like awakened to me. And since then, I've really tried to just pursue the Lord out of the sense of just stewarding the relationship and the goodness that he is. Um, I've, I've been blessed other times throughout my life to see, you know, wonderful healings and salvations. And um, like we've talked about, some of like, you know, Delia, she was here the weekend before she got her, um, you know, her, her legs healed after like 23 years. We saw, um, do what? Yeah, it was a wheelchair. Um, I saw Lee McDougald, Hilda Parkinson's. That was, you know, stuff that's incurable is not impossible for God. And it's, mm-hmm. it's important to remember the testimony of healing, especially because faith is important. Um, yeah. I mean, we can, we know things that are, you know, salvation is awesome and it's, it's a huge miracle, but celebrating every little thing from a word of knowledge about somebody by the apples you need to go pray for because she has a sprained thumb to somebody getting out of a wheelchair. They're just as weighty. Yeah. Um, that's why it's really, I'm really thankful that, um, I've really done my best to, you know, listen to the Lord and everything and be aware of what's going on. And, um, even as I've gotten older, I've realized that I need to ask the Lord. Like, the Lord will do miles, but he wants you to take a step. So if you, if you yield to him, he will just pour out love onto you, and you will use you in ways that you couldn't imagine. He's, he's got better ideas than we have, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> we like to think we have it all figured out, but he's like, no, I've got better plans. Um, Accurate. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, youth, youth has been a huge part of my life, being here, um, up there in that room. I remember I was, I was thinking about it the other day, being up there in worship and just jumping around after after we went to the ramp doing like the twenty four elders song. Oh yeah, People, I get ready, this is coming. <laughs> He's not a baby in the manger anymore. Yeah, and Justin was there play. He could play one note on bass. F sharp. We showed him was like Justin, just play this one. Hold right here and just do this the whole time. I play a mean F sharp. <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. Yeah, just gosh, there's just so many memories. Um, yeah, great times, and then. Um, you know, transition with, you know, Mark retiring and then you, you know, having, having known you for so long and then seeing you step into that role so well, I'm sure it was huge shoes to fill, but I mean, you, you've handled it, I think, the best anyone could have handled it, and then even better because the Lord, you know, really helps you with that, and you've, def- you've definitely been a blessing to me, you know, since you've been senior pastor, and I've loved how approachable you are. You're honestly one of the humblest people I've met, and you're so, you're so easy to just talk to, and that's one thing that I've, I've been thankful and blessed to be a part of many I guess ministries and meet a lot of different, you know, church bodies and pastors. But I just, I'm just thankful that, that I feel like you really t- show like the testimony of like the approachableness and the love of Jesus in a really great way. And I can feel like we could go get coffee and I don't have to like defend my heart any, you know, yeah. from being hurt. So I really appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say, but um, I'm just, I'm just really thankful. Um, I feel like. Because I was asking the Lord, like, what do I need to, like, talk about other than my testimony? Because I can just ramble on forever. Oh, well, let me, let me go back and mention another big part of my life. Um, we moved to Honduras in uh, 2008 for about six months. We were missionaries down there. And that was, a, I know, a big part of our lives. And um, we, we like to think, you know, we were going to go down there for, like, a, I guess a long time. We didn't really know what was going to happen. Some stuff happened, and we ended up coming back early. Um, housing bubble also happened to explode at that time, so that was a very tumultuous year for sure. Um, 
But, you know, in coming back, you know, Dad had some connections with, I think, I think Mom or one of y'all had connections with people that were here back in the day. And they're like, oh, you need to come to our church? And be like, oh, okay, well, I mean, we've kind of been around. We'll come to this, you know, little old church on Dolls Road and see what happens. And <clears throat> I just remember we all just sat in the back row for six months, bawling our eyes out, and there was just, the Lord was just healing and taking out, you know, giving us literally beauty for ashes, taking out hurts and things and putting back in, you know, joy. Like, he really does take, you know, turn our morning into joy. He really does. Um, so it's uh, another, another lesson I feel like from that recently, even more so for myself, was just learning to give stuff to God. Like, there's, there's a lot of things and a lot of things that need to be fixed in the world. And one thing that my mom has said a lot of times is you just need to love the person in front of you because it can be overwhelming sometimes. And that's an attitude that I have. It's just like every single person you talk to, that's the relationship there is so valuable because you don't know what kind of life you're going to pour into them because, you know, our job is to cast seeds and the Lord brings the increase. So that is just made like, okay, this person I'm talking to, I just want to love them the best I can and bless them and let them go on. Um, but yeah, in that season, we were just so blessed by the love and everyone here and just, we just felt really loved. As, as a family that has been very volunteery, we like to help everywhere if we can. Um, that's just our, in, our, in our nature to serve um, and serve well. It was really interesting to be, to not be asked to do stuff within a month. We're like, you sure? He's like, no, just, you know, just do stuff with the Lord and recover. And it was really beautiful. Um, so I think we've been here, that was August of 2009, so about, yeah, 12 years now. 13? Math's hard. Um, we'll say 12. <laughs> we'll call it a day. Oh, well, there you go. Lydia, everyone. I was kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I've, you know, I've been here a long time, and I'm really grateful for how much I've grown um, over the years. And I feel, I feel like in all of it, the two things, there were two things that I felt like the Lord reminded me of that I needed to at least mention for my own walk and growth has been, um, has been, well, the first one's been gratitude, having a heart full of thanks. And it's really easy to, in, in America, especially in like the consumerist mindset, mindset that we have, to always want to get something better and never be satisfied with what we do have. And being thankful to be alive, being thankful to have a, a family, you know, um, have a spouse now. Hey, um, I'm I'm just in, I'm just incredibly thankful and happy. And <laughs> um, but the Lord's just like you know, constant place of gratitude and thanks is you know where we're supposed to be as sons. We are thankful for everything the Father does, is doing, and will do for us. Um, and and just thankful for, again, salvation. How crazy is that? <laughs> like, we, we couldn't do it, so God just did, he, he wrote the contract and signed it himself and said, all right, y'all are good to go, and now we just get to press in and just love him and grow with him over the years. Um, so, with, yeah, so it was gratitude, and then, um, yeah, the other one was trusting. Um, trusting in the Lord as like I said, especially recently for myself, I've had to trust him even more in giving him things that I feel like I couldn't handle, like burdens and situations and things. And I've, I've felt like, you know, as I give him these things, I just, I just feel this amazing peace. And that's the Holy Spirit. He's this, you know, spirit of peace, like that comes, that passes understanding, surpasses understanding. Um, so I feel like those two things, if I can just leave y'all with anything, is just, you know, gratitude and just trusting in the Lord because, you know, we can... That's the cool thing about love is it's a choice. So God could force us to love, <clears throat> but it wouldn't be love because you have to choose to love every day, right? Yeah. So 
we can choose how much we're yielded to God because it's a love thing, you know. Um, I, I like to think, you know, we just got married, and I don't know barely anything about marriage because it's fresh out the gate. And I'm, if anyone figures it out, let me know. But <laughs> um, we're, you know, we're married, so I kind of like to think of it about as like the salvation. You know, we're we're secure with our marriage, but it's going to take a lifetime to cultivate our relationship and steward it well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take, you know, yielding myself and trusting that. God has my best intentions, no matter what I think. The, the box in the picture of how my life is going to look or what kind of success or, like, how I'm going to invest or any of that stuff, I have to, I have to give it to God and yield to what he wants because we have, we have to have the attitude of just being like, you know what, before you even ask me to do something, I just want to say yes to it. That's, that's the heart that I've really just felt recently. I wanted, that's how I want to be. Um, so, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's what's been on my heart, so. Hello. Hi. I'm married. It's super exciting. I don't think I'll ever get over that. That's the best. We need to talk about it too. I'll go go first. Um, So, I guess like coming to this church was such a big gift for me, also, Um, and it was honestly a testimony of like the faithfulness of Jesus throughout my life, and it, it took so many different steps of me, like, partnering with the Lord to get here, <laughs> like, um, but I also was raised in a Christian family, and um, I come from the background of, like, charismania, I guess you would call it, like, That's good. my family is the family who believes in um, the miracles the gifts of the spirit and, um, and really walking in them and not denying them at all. And so when I was growing up, like at family gatherings, everybody was speaking in tongues when it was prayer time or just if they wanted to. Um, I mean, I saw deliverances, like people have demons cast out of them. People get healed. When it was Black Friday, for example, Nana always prayed for anybody who would let her pray for them. (laughs) And that's just like the kind of family that I come from. But I really um, just had a hunger for God since I was really young, just because I saw that. And I was like, he is good. Like, this is good. And um, when I was 10, um, I went to a youth camp. I feel like the best things happen at youth camps. But um, the pastor stood up that night at like 8 o'clock, and he's like, okay, guys, um, today, if you want, we're going to get baptized in the Holy Spirit and get saved. And so we were like, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, cool. okay, I'll, we're going to have um, someone in front of you. They're just going to pray for you, and they're going to touch your forehead if you want it, and um, there will be somebody to catch you when you fall down. <laughs> and... Um, he said, it's going to feel like you're being electrocuted, but without the pain. And so I was like, sign me up. <laughs> yes. But I'm also like, I hate inauthenticity. And I think I did back then, too. And so I went up to this lady, and she prayed for me. And, that you know, there's per- somebody to catch me. But I'm kind of the person, if you want to force me down, I'm going to, like, <laughs> lean forward. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to fall if it's not authentic, you know? <laughs> And I, it's just, it was the same when I was little. But so 
then everybody else had gotten slain. There was kids weeping in the Holy Spirit and laughing and, and all of the things. And it, I'm sure to some of y'all it seems like sheer chaos. But it was just, um, I, I went up to the pastor and um, he was like, God has big plans for you. He said, you're going to walk with the Holy Spirit for the rest of your life. And um, he prayed for me. He just touched my forehead and I fell out and um, I just just was encountered by the love of God and really wanted to speak in tongues, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know how. There's nobody saying you actually have to open your mouth and like <laughs> let your tongue go. Like you can't just be like, you know, exactly. Plant the leg. I was scared, <laughs> but I wanted it. But um, anyways, so. I think it, we were there until 2 in the morning. I, it felt like two minutes. Um, but it was just like the start for me. And I got the gift of discernment. And so I was able to like discern spirits. Like, you know, whether someone was lying or telling the truth. Whether there was like some type of spirit of lust or spirit of joy. Like all of the things. And um, anyways... My parents went through a really nasty divorce when I was 18, and um, I got um, super, super depressed. Like, like I was the kind that ate a lot when I got depressed, and so um, I, I really couldn't get out of bed except for, for soccer. I had a scholarship to play um, in college. And um, anyways, I was asking my mom, like, okay, I'd like to go and get um, help. Like, I'd like to be put on to antidepressants. And she's like, let's not. <laughs> um, and so I, um, I just asked God. I was like, what do I do? And so he's, he told me to go to Colorado Springs and join an internship. And it was there that God was like, you have to forgive your dad. And once I forgave him, the moment that I forgave him, um, I got healed of depression, and I got filled with laughter, kind of like Gabe. I was just laughing for I don't even know how long, and people literally looked at me like I was crazy. And um, six months later, God started asking me every morning, if I asked you to go, would you go? And I was like, no. And I knew, <laughs> I knew he meant, like, I want you to go to the nations. And I, every morning I said no every morning <laughs> and um yeah it's it's also it really makes me think of like when you say yes um like Jesus you are Lord and Savior like we are so good about receiving the fact that he's a Savior but then when it comes to like making him Lord of our life that's like the part that's a lot harder for me personally honestly <laughs> um but anyway so I eventually I said yes. I moved to Africa. I saw about, I don't even know how many people got saved. Just everybody was like, yes, like Muslims were coming to the Lord. And it was amazing. And people were getting healed and delivered. Like I saw, like I helped pray for this little boy who got a demon cast out of him. Wow. That was, that was, whew. That was rough. It was really rough. Be careful what you pray for. Because I was like, yeah, I want to do deliverances. That would be cool. It's hard. But anyways, um, 
So he sent me long-term to India, and that was a whole thing where I was like, no, okay. After three months, I'll say yes. And um, went to India for two years. Something really cool about India was we didn't see many miracles. We did preach the gospel to anyone who would listen. And every time, they, the people that we taught, the, the people that we shared his story with had never heard it. Wow. Like every person. Could you imagine going up to somebody in Walmart and being like, have you ever heard of Jesus? And they're like, no. Wow. Like that doesn't happen in America because we have access to the gospel. They have zero access to the gospel. In fact, they stop Bibles from being printed like, they count your Bibles if you're going into the country, and they count your Bibles leaving to make sure that you didn't leave one. Wow. So it's a really big deal. Um, but we actually prayed. There is a um, person of a certain denomination that didn't believe in um, the gifts of the Spirit or miracles, and they were actually the pastor of a church. And so... The, the pastor's wife came to us and said, we know that you guys are people that pray, because we did. We prayed like 12 hours a day on rotation. And um, so they, they said, we have two different doctors that say um, that I have uh, stage four ovarian cancer. And so we were like, okay, let's pray. It was just like a bunch of 20-year-olds, like 12 of us. We're like, yeah, let's pray. So we prayed for her for a week. She went up to Delhi to get chemo. And they're like, okay, we're just going to test you one more time. And turns out she, the cancer was completely gone. And not only that, I mean, she had been barren for their entire marriage, but she had a baby inside of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the coolest part was even though we didn't see many more miracles, they started this ministry where people were coming into that church and getting saved, healed, delivered, he, like just all the things. And, it, and they were seeing the miracles that, that we wanted to, but we were happy for them that, that at least they were doing it because they're going to be there long term. So it was really awesome. And then um, I prayed. I was like, God, I'm ready for a husband. Please <laughs> send me back to America. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's, um, I, I actually really prayed. And then he's like, okay, uh, I have, he's like, I want you to go to Mobile, Alabama, which is where my grandmother lives. And so it wasn't like, you know, too scary or anything. Um, and he said, I have your husband that I want you to meet and two girls. And um, he said, also, you're going to learn, because I just had this, like, craving to learn. So I was like, I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to go to South. It's going to be great. And so I was telling people, I'm going to go to college and finish this up. And they said, uh, or sorry, then God gave me this verse in James. It says, do not say that you're going to go here or there and do this or that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Okay. <laughs> So I was like, okay, JK, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going. <laughs> and so, anyways, I got a specific church named Life Church that God sent me to. And there was not a single, single guy there. And it was just terrible. <laughs> I was like, I thought that this is why I was here. But um, COVID happened and everything, and we were shut down. 
I, there was one single guy, but he was 5'2". Oh. I wasn't. But Lydia, if, you're, if you want, you can go for it. <laughs> when you hug, it'll be like a perfect like fit, you know? But he'll just go under your chin. <laughs> Anyways, um, God, God gave me a job at the Carrot Patch. I gave my resume to every jewelry store in town because that's all that I know. And... Um, uh, nobody, everybody had already hired for Christmas, and so Nana prayed, and she's like, all right, Kelly, you're going to get a phone call from the carrot patch because somebody just resigned, and so sure enough, I got a phone call the next day from the carrot patch because somebody had just resigned, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, go Nana. She's awesome. <laughs> go Holy Spirit for telling Nana. Yeah, side, side note on Nana. She she is 80, she's 83, she is the most bright person I've ever met. She'll, she'll like jump around and dance, and I'm like, you gotta be careful. She's like, I don't care, I'm, I feel great. She dances but a she, lot. I mean, I mean, you can be, you lived with her for a little bit while you, while you were here, but I mean, she, she wakes up early in the morning and is just praying with the Lord all through the day. Like, yeah. when it says prayer without ceasing, she actually is. Like, she actually she literally does. does that, and it's just, she's, she's just really amazing, and just a testimony of just still being in love with the Lord at 83, and still not knowing anything, she's like, she's like, I'd still got to learn so much about the Lord. Even wow. though she's seen so much throughout her life, it's just like the heart of just like, I, yeah, like humility. I don't know anything. I want to talk to the Lord again today. That's what he says. So it's just really cool. Anyway. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, got a job at the Carrot Patch. Angela, I got a massage from her. Turns out she and her boyfriend were wanting to get engaged, and they were needing to go wedding ring shopping. So I was like, I work at the care patch across the street. Tracy, Lauren, and Angela came in, and then they they set us up, <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. And it worked. <laughs> and it was wonderful. Yeah, you can't just go. Yeah, it worked. You go. Well, you you. I wasn't there first. You. They were there first. Okay. Our, our so first argument. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Baby's first argument. Um, so when Lauren was um, sitting there, I could. We were like, "You look familiar," <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, you look familiar." I was like, "Were you at a worship night at Life Church uh, with two tall guys, and one of the tall guys fell out on an old man?" <laughs> and that was Papa, by the way. And she was like, yeah, that's my brother-in-law, Gabe. I was like, he seems really yielded towards the Holy Spirit. <laughs> also, a little girl was also fell when he fell on top. It was fine. They were all good. Everyone is fine. Every fine. Everyone was with her. No, no grandfathers harmed in the making of this falling out. Um, but she's like, let's get coffee. And so she also said, can I bring my sister-in-law? And immediately I knew that they were, gonna, they were vetting me. And so, and they did, and it was so awesome, because I was like, I don't think, I mean, it was just wonderful to meet like-hearted, like-minded people that love Jesus. I was like, yes, like, this is it. Even if it, we were just friends, you know, I was like, this is a group of people that I want to be around, you know. And um, so anyways, we go to coffee, and then Lauren invites me to her baby's first birthday party. I was like, okay. That's weird, but yeah, let's go. And uh, so it was. It was literally get yeah the next weekend. It was me and then Gabe's entire family. 
and they all interviewed me. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny because like the day before, they were like, "Hey, can you come over to our house real quick?" I've got something to tell you. I was like, "Can you just tell me on the phone?" It's like, "No, we need to come over here." I was like, "Okay." It's like, so there's a girl coming tomorrow, and we just she's great, and you if you don't like her, you're an idiot. But you can defend yourself over there. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pointing the mic in your direction. You just have to yell. Okay, so what happened was, <laughs> so Lauren invites her, as we're like leaving to go to our cars in the parking lot at the coffee shop, okay? And so we get in there, and then Lauren tells me what she did. And I was like, you know, this is a little suspicious, right? She's like, well, it's, it, the damage is done. And so we decided, okay, we're, we don't, because loving sisters that we are, we have, um, we did encourage Gabe in the past to try to talk to other very nice young ladies who were single, and he said no, because we were pushing him, and we realized, oh, he doesn't like that. And so we're like, we can't tell him anything about this girl. She should just come as like one of our friends, and um, that's that. We're not going to put any pressure. We're not even going to say anything. And then we realized the night before that was probably a terrible mistake and that he would feel blindsided. And so... We called you at 11 o'clock at night while I was like working on the cake. I was like, hey, can you, uh, you come over? And we were like, we didn't want to put pressure on you. But, um, oh, and also somebody else had tried to set them up beforehand, like several months before. So it's not like they didn't know each other existed. Yeah. I will add to that, like this was like back in January. I got a text from a good friend of mine. She's like, hey, there's this girl here. She's like, she just reminded me of you the whole time we talked. You guys should totally, if, you guys would be great together. I'm like, thanks. I'll, I don't go to that church. So, cool. I'll pray about it or something. And they, they were like, hey, Kelly, look at this cute guy. And I was like, does he go to this church? They were like, no. I'm like, well, then when will I ever meet him? <laughs> I go here. So between uh, engagement rings and coffee vetting and baby birthday parties, they invited me it, it happened that way. So one way or another, like, I was like, well, here, hold my beer. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Yeah, no, we, we talked, and it didn't feel forced, and we just had a lot of fun as, as a friend group, and then eventually, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I just want to go on a date with just you. You want to go get lunch? So we talked, and everything is just wonderful. She's so amazing. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't have asked for anything better, and it's just, honestly, I'm just thinking about, like, I remember I was in season, I was like, God, what do I do? Like, I really want to date, but, like, I just, nothing I feel like works, or I'm not just not interested in people. He's like, well, just... Draw close to me, and I'll take care of it. Yeah. So I, I, I spent more time praying and more time, you know, with my own reading the word and everything because he's just like, you know, trust the Father. He's got it, you know. So if, if you are single out there, I will say that he's a pretty good matchmaker also. So, <laughs> so. Hey, we're, we're not going to stop. We're going to take a pause because we want to give some relief to yes. our children's church workers and everybody because we're a little bit over. So we have food, and if, if we can, I want to continue talking and hanging out. Um, but I know y'all are probably hungry too, so we want to give the, the children's church workers and nursery workers a break, so if we can take a pause and go ahead and get food and then come back in and we can still talk, is that cool? Y'all cool with that? All right, Let me. right, I'll bless the food before we even get in there so we can get right to it. It'll be pre-blessed. Pre All right, Father, we just thank you for this day. Lord, I just pray that you would bless this food for nourishment of our body in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. All right, if you want to get food, um, it's back there. We call the Splash Zone, which is the children's church, and you can bring it back in here and hang out in here. It's fine. Just wherever y'all want to go, and we'll, we'll continue this.
as we come back in here. Cool. Cool.